What is up, guys? School of Hard Knocks. We got episode 72. You got Coach Rod. Coach Max, what's up, y'all? Hope everyone's been well, guys. So we're back in the uh, we're back in the studio. About to throw it down. We got uh so today's another special one, dude. Um, and we got a special, extremely special guest uh, that we hold very <laughs> that we hold very close to our hearts here, dude, at HK. But he's also very well known around the community as well, too, just with his giving back and uh, just with some of the some of the crazy things that he's done over the years, you know. So uh, we welcome Mr. Art Hurtado, the legend. I refer to him as Mr. Long and Strong. <laughs> What's up, Art? Hey, Rod. Thank you for having me here. <laughs> Man, it's so cool to finally have Art here. I know that our schedules have been up and down and we had been like yes on this date and then it'd be like no wait i got this going on this popped up and now it's kind of happening man so thank you for being here art um i get the pleasure of working out with you on most days at 6 15 and he always the best class (laughs) it is an awesome class and he always whoops my ass man so (laughs) it's cool to have you here man yeah, Art, so um, I know many people that are listening to the show right now, they probably know who you are, what you're about, things that you've done. But for those that don't, uh, just go ahead and tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do, what you're about, and kind of where you're headed. Okay, so I'm a Brownsville, born and raised, Hard Knocks uh, Patriot for eight years, almost nine years now. Yeah, man, it's been a while. I think I saw you the first day I walked in here and I decided to sign up. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm an endurance athlete. I, that's my focus. That's my favorite thing to do. But that doesn't mean I don't integrate just about every other kind of movement. I can try to get better at it. Um, I'm now known really for doing these ultra marathons. Um, for those of you that don't know what an ultra marathon is, it's about anything longer than a marathon. 31 miles, 200 miles, 100 miles, 250 miles. They can go on for much longer than that too. And that's what I focus on. I've been working on building for the last few years. So. Um, I'm embracing it. I've knocked out a few. I've set some records, and I got so many more on my bucket list. I'm going to knock out to lead to better things. So, I'm excited. Yeah, man, that's that's a lot, bro. <laughs> like that's like that's like a big bang pouch, like man, dude. Wow, dude. So, like, it took you about a minute to explain all that, dude. Right? You're a Brownsville native. I know you went to Rivera. Uh, your dad was also an endurance athlete as well. Yeah, he has right. records that are still held up at the track. So wow, he man. was a monster back then. So it's in your blood then, dude. I guess so. It's in your blood, <laughs> man. Well, dude, uh, like one of the crazy things to me, man, and, and I'm sure this resonates with with everyone that knows you, you know what I mean? Because I don't know anyone else personally, um, and at least within the walls of this gym, that has done the monumental things that you've done. And when I talk about that, I mean, we have people that have read Mary that have run marathons they've done uh we have a couple iron mans and stuff and iron women in here but uh the magnitude of the races that you've done in the most recent one which was i believe the zion race right yeah um just talk to us a little bit about the distance that you ran how long it took you to run it and the terrain that you faced out there Okay, so starting from the beginning, the Zion 100, I decided to sign up for in April. I've been to Zion National Park before. If you guys have never been, one of the most gorgeous places in the world. Like, fantastic. So nice. why not go suffer somewhere gorgeous? Um, <laughs> the training and all was six months specifically for this race. I ended up doing four full marathon races, a, whole, a 50 miler to get ready for this race. 
Um, I, there's plans out there, I've built up. Um, I've learned to be a lot more intuitive about my training and listen to my body. I rest where I need to, I hydrate a lot. A lot of people who don't know me personally think I'm just going nonstop, but I take care of my body. I don't have any injuries. I focus on the strength training here. Um, it helps me with my running economy um, and it just helps me mentally prepare for what's out there. Um, and on top of all that, of course, I wake up every day, stay consistent, grind, just grind, grind, grind. Um, didn't get these miles out in a healthy way and that's helped me prepare for this more than anything because you can only run for so much. Mm -hmm. uh, you need to be mentally strong to finish these things because no matter what, it's going to hurt. Yeah. It's going to hurt. You're going to hit one wall, two walls, many walls. Mm -hmm. um, and Zion was probably the hardest, you know, easily the hardest race I've done so far as far as terrain goes. Um, you're in direct sun in the middle of the desert. You're climbing these, this elevation that everybody here from the alley knows there's no elevation here. It's flat. So to train for that in this area, you have to do a lot of creative things. Um, strength training, the sled pushes help tremendously. Um, I can, yeah, I cannot, sled yeah, sleds, I cannot emphasize enough how much the strength training helps me in these races. And the um, stair stepper too, that I've seen. Yeah, yeah, I've been that. tossing them the stair stepper. You look like a big dork on there, but it's fantastic. <laughs> I promise, yeah. I, I promise, give it a try. Like, it'll humble you pretty quickly. Um, wow. Going into it, I actually took a road trip <clears throat> on the way up there. Um, enjoyed the sights, because part of this is the adventure of it. I, I don't just go to a point A to point B. I want to see things along the way. I'm big on the outdoors things, you know that about me. Um, and approach the race, treat it like any, any, any other day. You already did all the training, the hard part's done. It's a 100 mile victory lap, you know? And that's, uh, that's why I go into it with keep my attitude up and just enjoy it while I'm there. And, shine, yeah, and that man. was about 19 hours and 50 minutes of running. So <laughs> you really gotta enjoy yeah, it. 19 <laughs> hours and 50 minutes, y'all. That's like almost 24. <laughs> so I just um we just got back from Lexington, South Carolina, nice. dude. And that's a 19-hour drive. <laughs> dude. You I like ran that long, bro. Wow, bro. Like that that really puts things into perspective, you know what I mean? Um So you had to eat. <laughs> what did you eat? Um Everything and everything that's carbs. <laughs> everything that's carbs. Like, you know, like there's there's a difference between like the faster races, like a marathon. They're very nutrition specific. Like I'm gonna take this gel at this mile. I'm gonna eat, you know, this much fluids uh, to avoid getting sick. But with the hundred mile races, you have to eat like you had. I burnt over twelve thousand calories according to my Garmin. You God, have dude. to eat. That's a week's worth of food in one day. So oh you, eating is actually part of the training. You have to have a strong stomach or be used to the foods and yeah. be able to eat anything out there. I was, I was actually like, I had the gels and all that stuff too, but they had whole foods is the best approach to it. They all have fruit um, and not everything's good too. I was eating like quesadillas and like cook, <laughs> cookies and chips and stuff, you know, like anything. You need calories, yeah, salt, salt and calories. Yeah. So no, and I, I luckily this far have not gotten sick because I do integrate into my training. And it's paid off. So yeah, man. I'm thankful for that. I mean, it's going to happen one day, but for now, I'm okay. Dude, it's it's just super interesting, man. You know, like, um, and like, there, there's a lot of questions that I have for him. But before we get into that, and I know you do, Max, as well. Um, I think I, I think one of the coolest things, dude, about, about you is, and I'm just going back to exercise science courses, uh, having to train in, hypo in hypoxic states, and people who live, let's just say that live in, let's say Denver, or that live in very mountainous regions, 
that are that are able to train in that mm -hmm. you know so they're able to train very specific to the terrain um the oxygen levels and stuff like that you know but art you train at sea at sea level bro you know yeah. what i mean yeah but there's implements that you use like for example the sleds and you do the stair climber at crunch and stuff dude and i think it's you're kind of at a disadvantage bro to be honest with you man because <laughs> you don't really know the terrain and i remember there was a video that you put up of a portion of the race <laughs> where yeah. guys like there's not steps and fucking railing on the side of the mountain like he's literally climbing up the mountain or down i forgot where but you look off to the side bro and if you if, if you fall you're dead like yeah, i think yeah yeah it's know? so it's so steep like to just to put it in perspective and i think i've explained it to some people before um that i know the section you're talking about it's a one mile stretch but you go 1500 feet straight up for comparison the empire state building is 1250 feet so imagine going that fast up high in the mile uh, up up that fast up a really steep uncrooked rocky section you're already about almost 80 miles in you're exhausted so, oh, and man. it's not just that section. i mean there's many sections like that but that one was a particular standout that yeah. took out a wow. lot of people yeah. like yeah. and then you know going up is is very difficult but then also coming down yeah you know what quads, i can tell you going down was harder i think yeah. as far as like stability like i felt i was you know that's the only time right. i felt i was actually gonna go fall down but the quads cramping all you, and stuff all you like do that. is slow down that's, <laughs> that's all, all you can, can do that's man. all you can do <laughs> it really is hey but for you know and i don't think we mentioned this i actually won that race I, I won by almost 30 minutes from the second place person and they're all from those places with like elevation and mountains and stuff so i'm you know representing the yeah. flatlanders yeah, representing man. the 956 already yeah. he won the race he set a course <laughs> record and there's been more so uh, Talk to us about the other one that you won and set the record for. All right. So there's, there's a, okay. So there's a 100 mile race I did back in August um, of 2022. That was called the Habanero 100. It's in East Texas in the middle of summer. It starts at noon, heat index of 110 or more. God, dude. And I did it because I don't know. I'm insane, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wanted to. Um, I trained for it. Same thing. Heat training here. You know, you're living in the valley. Just existing here is heat training. <laughs> yeah, man. You're um, right. But I went and I set the course record by almost two hours. Um, two hours, dude. Almost two hours I broke that record. Yeah. Um, I couldn't believe it, how well it went. I didn't expect <laughs> to do that well. Yeah, <laughs> man. I just stayed consistent. <laughs> That's what it is, man. But then you also had mentioned something earlier, and then it was a lot about mindset, right? Mm -hmm. And yes, the, the physical aspect is, is definitely involved, but, you know, it can take you so far. But then there's that other aspect of that mentality that takes you even further, which is why I think you kick ass in all these things. Um, has there been any type of maybe like, I don't know, uh, a book or is there a mentor or is there someone that you followed uh, on that mental aspect like how did you gain that i think going into this because i started with like road marathons just like most of these runners do um and i did my first trail race back at bandera um 2020 right before everything shut down i did it with my friend frank and uh my other friend greg just said on a whim like this dude it looks fun right i think it was a 25k not even that long um but the community there i met like everybody it was different because at all these local marathons it's everybody trying to beat you you get the faster you are, the higher you are, more people want to knock you out. Um, knock you out of the running and take yeah. the place, glory, whatever. But in the trail running community, I like that it was the community versus the tremendous challenge. You know, somebody yeah, falls true. down, you pick them up. Somebody needs something, you help them. 
you carry them, whatever. And I saw a lot of that. And everybody with a big smile on their face, despite how difficult these challenges were. Um, and I really appreciated that. It's like, I was hooked. I'm like, I want more of this. I'm not really a fan of the competitiveness. I don't feel very competitive when I go to the races because I'm trying to do the best race I'm going to do. It doesn't matter who shows up to these things. And and I enjoy it. I love the outdoors thing. I like seeing where my body can take me. I, I know a lot of people say extraordinary or whatever, but I feel very average. I'm the average person that's choosing to do <laughs> above average things. Yeah, yeah. And I put in the work. Anybody can do it if they have the time and patience to do this. You just have to have the want of it. And that's what gets me through. I'm enjoying the whole time. Even when it hurts, I'm like, well, this is what I sang for, right? So, yeah, man. Yeah. And I keep Accepting moving. Accepting the challenge. Yeah, man. And I think that's a... Uh, I, I, I mean, I think that's a huge thing, dude, you know, and me and Max have talked about this before in the past where, um, like people need to do hard things, dude, you know what I mean? And that's how we grow as individuals. You know I mean? It's one of our, it's one of our mottos that's posted up on the wall, uh, get comfortable being uncomfortable in life. And that's parents. how we grow. And that's how we kind of transition in these next phases of life with things that we do and, and just kind of challenges that we face, you know? So, uh, Obviously, dude, you set a great example of what being strong-willed, having a strong mindset could do. You know what I mean? Because it might seem impossible at first when you think about it, but then you do it and it's like, what's next? And I know I've asked you that in your DMs before. <laughs> I was like, so what's next, dude? Yeah, you, know? You, you know, you understand. I thought I would be sick of running after my first 100-miler, not at all. Yeah. I've done five now, four or five now. God, dude, that's... And I signed up for more, so... <laughs> yeah, man. So our... I, w- I want to know, dude, and this goes back to the mindset thing, you know, so you drive to Zion, um, you do some side, you, you do some sightseeing along the way, you're having a good time, you show up to your destination, uh, it's the night before the race, you know, like what's going through your mind, you wake up the next day, it's showtime, dude, like you know that you have literally a, a, a day ahead where, and me knowing you personally, dude, for years at this point, I know you're not going to stop, you know? So what, like, what's going through your mind the night before and then right before the start of the race? Uh, so my, actually, in my night before, I, I, I had a choice when I went to there. So there's, are you familiar with Angels Landing at Zion National yeah. Park? Yeah. You need permits to get on there. It's rare to get on there. It's a lot harder to do it. So... I happened to win a permit the day before and I had a choice to make. Am I going to go on this adventure in a youth place in a lifetime or am I just going to come here to run the race? Obviously, I made the choice to go up the hike the night before, put me in a good mindset. Yeah, it's a little physically taxing. I may have to pay a small price for that, <laughs> but it was worth it. I, you know, like, I'm going to treat this like any other day. What's the point of me being here? I'm here to have a really good adventure, see some things that are unique. Um, you know, I have a lot to do before it gets dark in my life. And I wasn't going to skip one wonderful thing for another challenge that I've been working on. And I'm like, I can do both. And I did. Um, <laughs> going to bed, just and waking up in the morning, treat it like any other day. You know what you have to do. You have the stuff you practice with. Get it on. Get moving. There's, there's no turning back. Just keep moving forward and you'll get there eventually. And 100 miles is a long time. You don't know what can happen on the whole way. But I just kept moving. Just stuck with it. Not, not, yeah, nothing different than what I trained for. Just let me go. <laughs> is that is that the phrase that you say in your head, Art? Keep going, keep going, 
Oh, is there something that you say that uh, you're, 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 you know what, you're by yourself for almost 20 hours. Like I'll use that as an example. You, you go through so many emotions, emotions complex ones, dumb ones. You, like I, I, one of my things is I'm saying dad jokes out, out, out loud to myself as I'm going out. Like, no, no, like, like dad jokes the whole time. Like I'm talking to like a, a trees or a mountain, like, like, yes. like they're talking back to me. Like you're by yourself. Like I was going to judge you. Right? It's okay. So, like, it's okay. Make, make myself like, laugh at least. You, know? you have to, you have to entertain yourself. It's 19 hours. Yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah, no, you, there are some, there's such an array of emotions you go through when you're out there. You know, it's just, uh, you're going to go dark spots. You're going to go to the high spots and you know, neither of them last. You outlast all of it. And then you just keep going. <laughs> yes, dude. And when did you uh, take it back a little bit, man? Like, when did you find Hard Knocks? And so, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, man. actually, I was moving back from South Padre, and it was like I was going to rejoin an old gym that I used to go to. I don't remember. You remember EBT? Like, way back. Yeah. I went there for a little while. That was my introduction to like cool. CrossFit or whatever. Um, but I, I was only there a little while before I moved to the island. When I came back, it was like, my, I was like going to rejoin my friend, buddy Raul Garner. Raul, man. Shout out. Shout out to him. Um, he's like, hey, I just joined this gym. It's really cool. I think you'll dig it. The owner, Ronnie, is pretty badass. He's doing my personal training. I'm like, okay, let me go scope it out. I just swung by one day. I think you're about to start a class. I just talked to you really quickly. I'm like, you were cordial, nice. That's all I can ask. Okay, like, you know, I'll buy in for a month. And if I like it, I'll stick around. And obviously... Great program, fantastic. Got me up and turn up, and, and here we are. Humbled here my, right, here yeah, we are. you humbled my ass so fast. <laughs> um, it was great, and I've been just uh, you know here in the cult ever since. <laughs> yeah, man. No, dude, it's been a pleasure, man. Like you, like 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 I know you mentioned earlier on. You said that 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 you feel like you're a pretty normal guy, yeah, like around, around like here. But you definitely. You, <laughs> You definitely are not, man. That's the truth, <laughs> yeah. bro. And since day one, the day that I met Art, that that's Art. Like the person that's sitting down in that stool right now, like that's him all the time. Whether he's in class, whether he's out doing his race, I'm sure. I mean, this is what you get, you know? Outstanding dude, man. And uh, very supportive of the gym at all times. You've always helped out. And we're always willing to get back to you as well because of the individual that you are and how good you've been to us, you know? So, um one thing I want to ask you, man, is uh, there's definitely one thing that really stands out about you as well. And it's kind of against the grain or the norm. I, I think the tides have kind of changed now, but you're very big on educating the endurance community as well on this is that strength training is a vital aspect of any endurance athlete's progress, injury prevention, and then ultimately their performance as well. Yeah. You know, so... And you're you're one that stands out in class too. You could rip four oh five for a, a freaking deadlift and you weigh what now? About a hundred and probably around one fifty five, one sixty, sometimes all the way down to one fifty. Yeah. So that strength poten that strength potential is there. And I know we've joked around like because <laughs> art will say, like, dude, I got my best runs or I, I get my best runs the day we do deadlifts and then I go run, you know. <laughs> so it's that potentiation side of it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. But I, I, I see on the next race, dude, they need to set up a bar with four oh five and then have the have all the dudes go through the bar. And if you can't deadlift four oh five then you can't race that day. You know? <laughs> so so that's gonna kinda be the buy into it, dude. Yeah, so that'd be fun. Yeah, man, but that's definitely one thing, man. And you you have really pushed that side of things too, that training aspect 
which is just a small portion of everything that you do because the amount of mileage that you throw in, you also swim. I know you bike. And I've teased you before and I said, hey, I want you to do an Ironman, dude, because <laughs> I know you can and I know you'll do a lot. Dude, I think you'll do great, bro. And I think you'll surprise the shit out of yourself, man. So oh, I if know. I have one wish, <laughs> I want you to do an Ironman at some point, dude. Yeah. So oh, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> that would be really cool to see. But it's cool that the strength implementation is involved in the training because it gets him out of the sagittal plane, which is just straightforward going straight, right? Yeah. So we only train straight. Then what happens is we just get very strong in those in that motion, tissues, yeah. everything. But if you take it in different planes of motion, like Artie does, like it's it's, it's created this well-rounded kind of physique that can handle these amplitudes and these volumes man, which is pretty freaking cool and it's all the the set principles specific adaptations to impose demands right so he's training a specific way to be able to get his body to do specific things right so it's pretty cool to see it in person because i didn't meet art until i got to hk and then Rod would always tell me about you. And I'm like, who's in he pointed you out one day? And, and not all creeper, but I would kind of like watch you, you know? And I would kind of see like, oh, shit, hey. this guy is kind of like badass. He does it all, team. Hand cleans, pull-ups, box jumps. He goes and runs. He comes back, does burpee over the bar. He does lunges, weighted. I mean, he, go, he go, does it all. And then he goes and runs 14 miles after class. It's crazy to see. Um, but it's cool because one of the other biggest aspects that he tells me that makes me uh, even more excited is his recovery plan is up to freaking par and it's so cool to hear because he recovers so fast it's crazy yeah. like how long did it take you to recover like from the the 100 so for this one it's probably my fastest recovery but i use all the metrics i use garmin data a lot on my watch um like hrv status is very important um resting heart rate and all that that's why i use a digit and of course my own perception I'd say my everything was back to normal in about two weeks, but I was still taking it really cautious because you know, like your joints and everything, maybe, maybe need more recovery that yeah. isn't obvious. But it's been about a month now. I'm back up to speed. Like I think I'm gonna say about 100% minus the getting used to the heat right now. But that's just normal time of the year. Yeah. But now about four weeks for having done that that much mileage is not bad. I think. It's not, bad. not bad at all, man. And then we wow. see art sometimes too. So he'll 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 actually before he starts like really going full blast here, you'll see him. He goes on the turf and does his tissue maintenance. He's foam rolling. He's yeah. doing his jam. He's doing his stretches and stuff like that. So yeah. Yeah, I, I know I, I make it a point to come early or wake up early to hydrate, get everything rolling, warmed up. I don't just go from cold state to hard state. So, yeah, man. Yeah. And I think that's uh. I think that's a huge part, man, of the success that we see in every sport in this world, dude. You know, those that are able to perform at high levels over long periods of time, it just comes down to who's recovering the best, dude. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Be because at the end of the day, dude, you know what I mean? Art keeps his eating on track. He's doing his recovery. He knows how to vary his I mean, it's type of training, whether it's here in the gym or again, it's mileage in because your profession is also very active and mm -hmm. very labor intensive as well, yeah, too. And I know you all work, work out at the Beach Patrol and, and you make your team do it as well. And, yeah, yeah. and I mean, it's one of those jobs where if you're not physically fit, you're not going to save a life. 
you know? Yeah, yeah, it's for our safety and for the safety of the public, you know, for, I don't think we actually mentioned that, right? I'm, I'm, in, I'm the chief for the Cameron County Beach Patrol, which is your ocean lifeguards and EMTs and medics out there. So uh, definitely an athletic job. And do you want the guy that can run her miles to come save you or the one that's kind of taking it back, you know? Like, yeah, man. 100 miles. <laughs> yeah, for sure, dude. Yeah, man. And that's one thing I want to get into right now, R2, man. Like, like just, um, and I know there's all different types of emergency scenarios that you face at work, you know? Uh, and we hear them sometimes on the news and sometimes we don't, you know? But uh, do you feel like the type of training that you do, do you feel 100% confident that if you were faced with adversity in any in any way and i know the answer already but how do you feel with having that responsibility of saving someone's life so just like the uh, the workouts and challenges i do i mean i train and make it a point to get ready for scenarios that we can possibly have out there i swim a lot we dive a lot we spend a lot of time in the water just the exposure alone is really good time in there but we work out every day we review uh some you know some of the kids that work for me they're tremendous athletes or they're 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 punching above their weight class they're so good so um i'm i try to be as confident as i can so i can sleep well at night because if i didn't try my best if i wasn't ready for what's out there um i would have issues but i sleep like a baby at night because i do the best i can at my job and i do my best to get ready for it physically and mentally as well um not that being said there are scenarios that i you do come upon that you can completely control it is the ocean and it is a wild atmosphere uh, environment sorry oh. and you, you know you just do what you can take care of the people and it's just crazy, move on man. don't yeah. internalize it and keep going so yeah, part of it <laughs> man that's crazy yeah so like the water is definitely <laughs> scary man scary, bro. Yeah. and like that's that's where you go to work every day man that's your <laughs> That's your place, but, man. You know, it's also very fortunate I get to be out there. I love it. I love the water. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> that's such a cool job, but it's like also like you got to be ready. Like you know, like it's you just like never know. Like yeah, you just never know, man. <laughs> and you've been doing that for how long, Art? Uh, ten years now. Ten years, man. Yeah. A decade, man. Yeah, it's that's been super cool. It's been great to me. <laughs> <laughs> and that's cool because like the job environment kind of in 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 its whole. Um, keeps you kind of moving in different ways as well and like training in different environment man like in the sand and then the water resistance and then being fatigued in the water is way different than being fatigued on a barbell bro you know what i mean and then you guys still got to go swim like remember that comp that we had like a while back where it had the pool i know you remember that one dude dude i freaking died like it just passed me some floaties please like and it was great. And it was only like 500 meters or something. And like, art swims that, like, nothing. Miles. I think you've done... Him and his team. I think you, you've done a 5K, right? In the water before? Yeah, we've done longer than that. We've done yeah. like five miles. We were actually talking about it the other day, that what we want to do for our long swim this year. It might be a 10K or more. So oh, wow, dude. Yeah, yeah. Just, uh, you know, we have like one yearly big workout challenge yeah. at the end of the year when we're all like at peak fitness and we'll usually it's usually that like a run and a swim god dude that's yeah man it blows my mind dude like like those like and and i would say at least for myself and for max too we're we're kind of uh call ourselves like a hybrid athlete you know we like to throw down we like to move and stuff but this is just like like the the complete extreme and and i think it's i i think it's come to light a lot more and i and i'm glad 
it's it's getting more popular as well especially with the trail running and stuff like that dude and and those ultra marathons and stuff um and everyone knows david goggins of course like he's kind of the dude that i think has really pushed it to light with some of the crazy feats that he's that that he's accomplished yeah, along the yeah, years you know and his background and he his his stuff it all comes down to mindset dude you know you you callous your brain with doing hard shit every day and that's kind of his like motto in life and things that he does you know but um one of the craziest stories that i remember reading from him and i know i've expressed this to you was like he he had like stress fractures in his tibia and his fibia and his feet and his an ankles and stuff and he he made it a point to do a hundred mile race every week for eight weeks under those those ailments that he had you know so i forgot what he would do whether he would tape his feet or his ankles or anything like that but man it's just great crazy man and and i think of you when i think of him so you're like our David Goggins here, bro. But a little bit better, though. Yeah, dude. Yeah, man. It, it, it's just wild art. And I think one of the and – and, and I've had this talk with – because I brag about you all the time, bro. When I'm in Edinburgh, man, when I talk to these guys, I'm like, dude, you don't know this guy art, bro. Like, he's, he's wild, dude, you know? And, and I don't even think you've scratched the surface of what you're going to do. And that's why a couple weeks back I asked you in the DM, dude, like, What's next, bro? Yeah. You no, know, you did the hundred milers. You got those on locker. You set two course records. You won two of them. Like, what's next for you? Like, like, <laughs> like, what is what's the pinnacle for Art Urtao? Like, what's that event or that distance that you want to do? Here's the thing for me. Um, like, I was talking to my uh, to Tanya, though they're my buddy Pilates the other day. She's like, "Do you really feel at the end of that hundred mile you could do more?" I'm like, "Yes, absolutely." Like. We're in a mental safe room, like absolutely. Oh, this is this isn't the end, and like done several already. Um, I don't think I have a pinnacle anymore because there's so much out there. Um, I have bucket lists. I'm gonna try to get into Bad Water 135. The way you get in is you have to do a certain amount of 100 milers. I had to do one more this year, this calendar year, to get in. So hopefully that's what's next on my my stepping zone. Um, there's a something called the Triple Crown of 200s. That's definitely a big long-term goal. It's three 200-mile races. Two of them are 200 miles, and one of them is Moab 240 to top it all off, a 240-mile race. So, and they're all within, I think, a few months of each other. So that, as far as for me, that's where I want to be right now. And then see if I'm sick of running by then. If not, we'll <laughs> move on to the next thing. <laughs> wow. But Badwater 30, 135 is hopefully next. Um, even if I qualify, it, they only take a very few amount of people. Um, you had to put in an application just like a job, and we'll see if I get in. Wow. Yeah. That'll be for 2024. Also in July, it is 135 miles in Death Valley, 130, 130 degrees in the middle of the summer. So I think that's what's next. That heat's I'd... definitely different, man. Mm -hmm. More dry, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. But hey, nah, it'd be good, man. You train for that, bro. I, I know the same thing for the mindset. I know it's going to be difficult, but it's not, none of this is intimidating anymore. Yeah, maybe the first one was, maybe the first couple yeah. of ultras was, but not anymore. Like, I think yeah. as long as I just keep moving, it's just, yeah. Yeah, this. yeah. Just put some more plates on the sled, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a few more. <laughs> one, one, two more, you know. So, Artie, so when did running become like your thing? 
Well, the, the, here's the thing. Uh, I know I run a lot, and that's what I'm getting the most attention for. But I just feel like an overall athlete. I mean, I do so much. I'm doing no, for sure, for sure. Strength training here. I'm doing the swimming at work. The running on my own. Started taking the pot yoga, Pilates. I try to mix it up. I like want to do everything. That's so cool. Like, I, don't, I don't identify in my head as a runner. Yeah, but I like that. If you want to ask when how I got into it, yeah, like like when you first started to I like was, it was from here in Hard Knocks. Well, yeah. there was a friend, Marie Leva. I remember her. Uh, she, I was just here and I hadn't, I wasn't racing, I hadn't run since like high school, mm-hmm. um, as far as competitively or even like local 5Ks or whatever. And she's like, Oh, you look pretty fast, you know, you should do this half marathon. My sister couldn't do it. I'm like, No, no, no I don't want to race. And she's like, No, you're going to do it. Like, just kind of <laughs> pushed me into it. And that, like, no, you're going to do it. it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did it. It was a Brownsville half marathon, kind of did an okay time. I think it was in the top like eight or nine that year. And I was like, Oh, well, I guess what's next? Like, really ignorant. I guess I'll do a marathon next. <laughs> yeah went on from there and then COVID happened all the races got canceled the only things that were left to do were like virtual runs and then i saw ultra uh, trail marathons were getting hit and i had just come off of that bandera 25k i'm like well this looks fun why not why not there's nothing to do but run even more yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's what that's what got the ball rolling like really kicked it into gear so you started running before covid then yeah a little bit before covid and then uh, competitively though yeah yeah i did my first marathon in 2019 Wow. The Harlem's in Marathon. Oh. Yeah. Wow. It's only been a couple of years. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> it's a great adaptation. Yeah, dude. I should write a book about art. Yeah. I've been running for, <laughs> uh, running for four years, coming to Hard Knocks for eight years. Like, yeah, we do that. Like, wow. <laughs> get ready for anything. That's pretty cool, man. You know, to to hear that, you know, is really cool because here I, I thought, like, you just always ran, dude. But I mean, no, he just mixes like, it up. High school, does everything. high school, I didn't particularly embrace it. I just ran. My dad was a coach there. I just did it because, you know, yeah, yeah, it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> But, but again, to my point, I don't think I'm extraordinary into this. Anybody can pick this up, have a proper plan, get a coach, get some information. It's out there and get take the ball action. rolling. You just take have action. to make the choice to do it. You just got to go. You just got to go. That's some, this is a great advice because a lot of the times we have ideas. But yeah, I have hundreds of ideas all the time. But if you never take action, those ideas don't really matter. That goes with anything. So not only in, in, in competition and in sports, but in any task that you want in life too. So do you find yourself like putting the same, I'm sure you do, but like the effort that you put into this competition and training, do you see that translate into other aspects of your life? Like things that like other goals that you want, you know, like, like life stuff. So I think what it's done for me, it's like helped my mental state like tremendously. I'm a very content person in my life and I've learned to prioritize things like what's important to me, what's worth my time. Um, you know, like embracing the little things that make up the bigger things. Um, it's, I've really become a better, I think, a better person overall from really having, being able to prioritize and a lot of time to contemplate when you're running by yourself for hours at a time. So in these beautiful places, it changes, it changes you for the good. Man, dude, I, I think that's the best part of the interview right now was that, was that last phrase that you said, dude, was that you're content, dude, you're happy with life, dude. And that's hard, bro. That that is that's like that's a dream for many people, dude. Is to find that, dude. You know, you love your you love the profession that you're in. I know you've expressed that many times, dude. <laughs> you know, and uh, there's a lot of responsibility that's upheld with that type of position that you hold, dude. You know, because uh, a lot of it falls back on you, dude. You are the chief of beach, beach patrol, like you're the head, dude, man. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but all, also just in life, dude, like you're, you're an extremely pleasant person to be around, dude. 
And <laughs> like I mentioned earlier, earlier too, like we're, I mean, me and Max are both big, big, big on vibes, dude. And we've talked about this a lot, man. Like if we vibe good with someone like that's kind of that, like a carabiner between that locks us in and like, Hey, like I want to hold on to you and I want this friendship to last for life, dude, you know? And, uh, that's that's awesome to hear man that you're content with life dude you're happy with where you are and the impact that what you do has made you just better overall better human being you you know and i think that's one of our biggest goals with hk the get stretchy movement exercise as a whole whether it's done here or not is movement is medicine movement is what we need in order to be the best version of ourselves dude it might not be the 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 top priority list but it's definitely one of those things that definitely will get you to that point you know so thanks for sharing that with us man that was deep bro yeah man Thank you. like i that said that's good. one that's one of the reasons i was attracted to this place you know like the atmosphere you produce ronnie it's fantastic like the people care about each other here you care about your athletes you show it um every single day and i know they appreciate it and i'm speaking for everybody but thank you for what you what you have going thank on here you, man. yeah thank you, bro. yes that's super cool man so i think one of the big takeaways that we can learn from art as well is like when you want something get a plan of get a plan take action and go get it right like that's simple like if we put it into terms if we just do that i see what i want let me write everything down what it's going to take to get there and then let me start doing one thing at a time yeah. every day it doesn't have to be like everything in one day but sometimes we yeah. think in complexity and we think we have to do everything in one day but if we just do one thing a day eventually you're going to get to that goal and that's what it takes to get to the 100 he doesn't just like train a month before uh 20 miles a day and then oh yeah i'm ready fuck no <laughs> takes months one step at a time every thousand miles journey begins with one step right <laughs> you know so like it's pretty cool to like learn that like art is an average human being like he says he is he's just doing above average things that the average person isn't willing to do because it's freaking hard but if you want to be great you got to do great things you see what i'm saying so thank you for setting that example because i see you as a huge influence and um in, in in pushing me to do great in things you know what i mean not necessarily in the gym but just in life I just want to do great in life too, man. Because Jim's always going to be a part of my life because it's, it's what I do. But like, I want to be great in other things as well, man. So thank you, man. Yeah. Now, I know that Rod just came back from a freaking adventure too. <laughs> He's came back from Sorenex. Have you ever heard of Sorenex? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have. Let it, let it, let's hear about it, man. Cool, man. So, um, like, I, so one of the takeaways I got from this past weekend, dude, was. Um, so a Sorenex is an equipment manufacturer. They've been around since 1980. And uh, they kind of cater a little bit more to your strength conditioning programs in top universities, high schools, but also professionals as well, too. So when like compared to Rogue, like they're both great. Sorenex has just been around a long time. Um, and they just work with like professional teams in division one schools and these weight rooms that they build and map map out are like it's 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 top notch in the world bro like what like what they do man yeah dude it's ridiculous so every year they host this thing that's called summer strong 
And, and I've never been able to explain what it is, dude, you know, because it's not a conference. It's not a symposium. It's not like this fitness little thing. It's just like, it's a get together with like-minded individuals in our field that really want to step up their game, dude. Men mentally, you want to up your education, you want to up your knowledge, you want to up the network that you're a part of and that you know and that you're around. And when Bert Soren was up there, which he's he's the son of Richard Soren, the owner and the founder, he's kind of the one that runs the show now. Um, he got up on stage to introduce Summer Strong 16, as he has with every other one that we've been to. This is our fourth year that we've gone. And uh, he it was hard for him to explain what it was. And it kind of reminded me because every time I get asked, they're like, oh, it's like a conference. And I told him, no, dude, it's it's like an experience, bro, is what it is, you know? They cook for you the whole weekend, dude. You're around the best in the world in our field that are there to educate you, meet you, hang out and stuff like that, man. And over the past four years, we've been for fortunate to take not only some of the team, but members of the facility have also gone with us as well too, man. And I know we're huge on that, man. The more we could expose these people to what it is that we try to do and try to bring to the table here, I think it's awesome for them to see it firsthand, you know, and educate themselves too, you know? So uh, we drove it this year again, man. Uh, 19 hours, my buddy Jojo, my brother in iron for I don't know how many years at this point, Coach Rich from here. And then we had my buddy Steve, another brother of mine. We all drove it, man. We went out there and uh, we hung out, ate some good food, drank some brews, learned, worked out, trained, messed around. And uh, <laughs> we're a part of what I call the Summer Strong Experience, dude. Uh, and it was a great time, man. And then we drove our asses back 19 hours back to the 956, dude. So yeah. it was a good time, man. It was a good, good, good time. And uh, I, I look forward. It's one of those things. And a huge shout out to Cassie, man, because she always backs me up with my crazy shit that I like to do and kind of just this like dream that I'm riding on right now, you know? And she's always there, like, do it, babe. Do it. You should go. Don't worry about it. I hold down the house. I hold down the gyms. The team's okay. The team's great. Like, like the fact that I have that there, dude, is like huge, man. So a huge thank you to her. Huge thank you to the team, the gym as well, too. Because a lot of the reasons why I go to these things is because I want to be better for us, not only for the team, my family, but also people like Art. You know what I mean? Like I want to be able to give something to Art and not always just the same thing, you know, as Art's given to us like that, you know? So... So that's where we're at, dude. That, yeah. So it's a good time, man. Yeah, yeah, Next year you're going, Max. And Art, if you want to go too, bro. Yeah, yeah. I saw I saw some of the stories. It looked fun. Yeah, man. It so was fun. great, bro. And then I already already kind of committed to next year for sure. Just a couple of things going on this year, but we're gonna make it out. It's gonna be cool, man. And you said something there that kind of reminded me of something I heard the other day on a podcast and, and it kind of like was business wise. And it'd be like in your case, it'd be like better me better them yeah. right in your case like 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 better me better them meaning if i'm good if i'm better then i can make them better yeah. right and then it just kind of trickles down like that man and it's pretty cool so um i got to take uh, another experience this this time guys i did a spartan race yeah, with uh pabs jj and edna <laughs> nice. and it was super cool um 
All right, have you ever messed with a Spartan race before? Oh, no, I haven't done no. obstacle course races. Obstacle course, he would kick ass in oh. one for sure, dude. Like it would just <laughs> be so much fun. Yeah, it would be so much fun. Like he just breeze by. But I think it would, it would. It's cool because it displays like just strength and and, and endurance. Because they put you through some crazy stuff, man, where you got to like climb over monkey bars and like rings and swing from here to there, climb ropes, um, carry and go up and down little hills and around a corner down. You know what I mean? So it really exposes like the functionality of the human body. So it'd be, it'd be cool to like like a fun type of run, you know, later in the future when Art's already won all his races. <laughs> if he ever stops, if he ever stops. <laughs> Um, but yeah, man, it was, uh, it was really cool to have this conversation because now we, uh, can kind of just expose this to the listeners and, and let them know like, Hey man, look, things are possible as long as you set your mind to them. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's going to be really cool, man. We have any announcements or anything that, uh, going on? Uh, yeah, man. So we have our make duos great again comp. That's going to be July the 8th. Um, it's going to be held in Edinburgh this year, and then we'll we'll just flip flop locations. You know what I mean? It's it's uh, two gyms, but one family is what we call that, dude. You know, so uh, it might be one hour apart, but we're one huge HK family as a whole, dude. So this is going to be our first ever combining both gyms. B- both gyms. You compete and throw down and stuff like that. So it's going to be awesome, man. Registration will actually go live today, so I'm going to work on that today. So before the end of the night, I'll have that out, so that way people can start getting into that. Any questions and stuff like that, reach out to us, guys. Um, and pumps for pups, right? yeah, the pumps for pups. What's the? Do you know the date on that, Max? That's going down this Saturday. Okay, so this coming Saturday, yeah, then yeah. cool. So after the class, then man, yeah. So uh, guys, if you're available for that day, proceeds, dog food, donations, and stuff like that, it goes to the pups, man, which is definitely needed in our community here. You know what I mean? Uh, so this this will be our third year, dude doing that event and it's always cool there's a bunch of vendors that come outside there's food uh there's dogs that are up for adoption as well too so if you're thinking about maybe looking into getting a fur baby uh this would be a great time to adopt which is always the best option i believe man there's so many beautiful awesome dog dogs out there that really need that that home you know what i mean so if y'all can at 8 a.m we'll do a little throw down work out and then just hang out and stuff dude you know what i mean do our thing man so but that's pretty much it, man. As of now, I'm sure there's a lot more shit that's going on. But <laughs> we'll um, yeah, 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 we'll make some posts, man. So look out for the posts, guys. But uh, Art, it was it was a pleasure, man. And thank you for taking the time, dude, out of your busy ske- schedule, man, uh, to c- come here and just chop it up with us and sit down and talk, dude. That's it, man. You know, um, anytime. Thank you, Max, Ronnie, for having me here, dude. This is yeah. great. Yeah, brother, of course, man. And if there's one takeaway I could take from Art today, the next run that I go on. <laughs> dad jokes dude yeah and i'm gonna talk to the trees bro i promise i promise it's gonna get you through damn the dad jokes seem seem to be the one man (laughs) all righty y'all so keep uh keep challenging yourselves keep uh pushing along and if you have any questions anything like that reach out to us team all the coaches are always out to help you so peace love and we'll see you later peace